Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. Keep in mind, guys, this is risk versus reward, okay? You're actually violating terms of service if you go out there and you ask friends. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. Get it? AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, we're moving to video podcasts, and I've been trying to go through all kinds of hardware that can handle everything that we're doing. And while I was struggling and pulling my hair out with this hardware, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So today I am here with Guillermo Puyol. Guy, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Manny? (laughs) I could be better if I just had hardware that worked. Yeah, we've been trying to get uh, video streaming and... Right now, you might be listening to the audio-only version, but we're going to have a video version of this. Yeah, I'm glad that we're here. If you're watching the video, Guy right now is in our office. We've got a new Irvine office. And are you the only one there right now? Ta-da! Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm here by myself. Big space. Nice, nice. So, Guy moved all the way out from Texas. He's going to be heading up the company, essentially. He's our new COO. And yeah, I can't make fun of you anymore. That's it. That was the end of it. <laughs> You're always welcome to my I'm kidding. So we want to do a quick podcast. We know it's been a few weeks actually since we've done one. And it's just because we've been so busy getting the office set up, hiring people, and actually doing the transition, hiring the people that are going to be helping us with all the video and the stuff that we're doing. We're going to have new intros and all that kind of stuff. So wanted to put something out there because we still might be another week away or so. So we picked a question out of our Facebook group. That's the FBA high rollers. And it's something that gets brought up a lot. So the issue is this, and I'm just paraphrasing, but you just launch a product, okay? Maybe you have two variations. No, let's say you have two different products, okay? In the same niche. And then suddenly your very first reviews come in. And what do you know? They're one-star reviews, right? A one-star review on product one and a one-star review on product two. And what makes it worse, Guy, is they aren't even verified. These guys didn't even buy the product, right? So now you have unverified reviews. And then what happens when any other new seller, or sorry, buyer, regardless of how they get to your product page, sees this one-star review product, what happens? Horrible. It it just kills your conversions. They're out, right? They're not going to, I mean, I know. If I went there and I was going to buy something and it was a one-star review and that was the only review on that product, I'd be out. Especially if it was super negative and it said something like, you know, it's going to, catch my kitchen on fire or whatever, something bad. So the question is, what do you do, right? Because you're really in a, in a tough spot. So Gee, I'm going to take the first stab at this. And I love you. I love that you have all these different perspectives. Did I just say I love you? I love that you, you did. Plus. <laughs> Pro- yeah. flip, I think they call them. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't even know those words. What are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> all right. So here's what I would do personally. Now, What I'm going to say, we're going to give you like the white hat version and the non-white hat version. Okay. 
Amazon says you should not use friends for reviews, okay? But everybody does it anyways, or almost everybody does it. What I would say is I would reach out to my Facebook friends, right? Everybody has hundreds of Facebook friends. Seems like most people do, or at least you have dozens. And I would go out and I'd find my good friends and I'd get them to actually buy my product and legitimately try my product and actually leave me a review, okay? A legitimate, verified review. That's what I do with people that I trust. Now, keep in mind that Amazon's really good at pairing people up, right? They know, they seem to know some of your close friends. So you might not want to go to your best friend or you might want to go to your brother and ask your brother if, you know, he has some friends that will will actually review this product. You know, try to separate yourself a little. As, as Guy said to me earlier, you know, two degrees of separation would be nice. But set that up and then get those reviews. Now, remember, you can get people to review even without buying your product. Okay, it's going to be an unverified review and that's a way of doing it as well because that'll offset that one star review. It'll, it'll, it'll kind of average it out. But Keep in mind, guys, this is risk versus reward, okay? You're actually violating terms of service if you go out there and you ask friends to buy your product and review them, even if you have the best intentions and you don't tell your friends to give you a five-star review to say, hey, just buy this product and tell me what you think and write a review. You know, it's totally, it would seem totally legit. You're not supposed to do that. On the flip side, the other option is your hose, you're screwed. I mean, your product is going to be dead, right? Because people are not going to buy your product when you have a one-star negative review. Most people aren't. You're going to lose 95% of your customer base that way. So you're kind of hose. So the other way of doing this, guys, is to potentially do a giveaway. Okay, you can use a service that does a big giveaway. You give away hundreds of products, and then you're going to hope that they actually leave you a review. And then if you ask for a review on a heavily discounted product, let's say you're selling it for $2 or $3 or whatever, and you ask for reviews, you're also taking on some risk there. So, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, those would be the options. That's more the more clean white hat way is to give away stuff and hope you get a review, but there's no guarantees versus going directly to your friends. So that's what I wanted to say. Guy, I, I see you smiling. You probably got some uh, alternatives here. Well, it's... It's just a bad situation to be in altogether because like you said, either your product is dead in the water with zero good reviews, it's just a big bad one star, or you're gonna be in a situation where you're kind of forced into breaking the TOS. This was something I actually asked an Amazon sales, an Amazon uh, support rep in the boost event that we went uh, to recently, because I mentioned there's a lot of the shenanigans going on with where competitors go in and post an unverified review or things of that nature. And, and we asked them, what is the, I guess the most white hat or cleanest way to proceed uh, to stay compliant and to get the situation addressed. And actually they said a couple of things. First, open a case, tell them the story, link to the buyer's profile and let them know, hey, this is the guy that's posting this negative review. Please investigate that account and see if you see anything suspicious. They did say that there are cases in which it's very clear that their buyer profiles that are just constantly just posting once a review after once a review and that's their MO and they will ban the, the, the profile from posting reviews and delete the reviews from, from the account. I don't know how effective that is, but that is Amazon's official word. Now, the, another thing that they said is additional to opening that case is 
to report the review. So when you go to Amazon and you read the review, you can actually report abuse. And when you report it as abuse, you can actually make an order and, and say, hey, this is obviously a competitor, competitor and state your case. So now you can have a, a second pair of eyes within Amazon that takes a look at the, the review. And again, hopefully we'll be able to address that. And of course, the, the last, last thing that I would recommend you do is respond publicly to the review, uh, stating that, that you have no record of the sale and that basically you have to be the absolute best customer service representative in that case. So you, you want to display that your brand goes above and beyond to please customers. But again, while showing that there's, it, there seems to be a disconnect where it, that review doesn't seem accurate. So for anybody that views the review, they're going to be like, okay, this is one side of the story and this is the other side of the story. Yeah, yeah, it's really good stuff, guys. So certainly I would start with what Guy said, right? What I personally would do is start with a, a case. I would try to get, the, get it removed, especially remember the, the, the whole idea here was that they left, the same person left you a one-star review on two of your products and they're unverified. So you might be able to get those removed using the techniques that Guy just talked about. Certainly respond to those things so that if somebody does click into it, at least there is a response and they might see, oh, okay, maybe it's not so bad and they, they still buy. And I personally, while I'm waiting for the case, I would already be reaching out to people and trying to get some initial reviews. You should probably try to have some initial reviews anyways through whatever methods you're doing just to get those in there because you want to get the, those first reviews to be not one star because that really does crush you. So whether that's a giveaway promotion or whatever it is, that's what I would do initially. But yeah, Guy, those, those are really smart responses on what, you know, the steps to take if you get some malicious review attacker, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, we've all had them. Those non, I hate those non-verified reviews where it's like, you know, you can tell it's just a competitor or somebody that just wants to bring you down. And I can, I can already hear listeners going like, Guy is wrong. Amazon will never remove those reviews or they don't care. Unfortunately, we've been there and Amazon is not always willing to, to react to these kind of uh, cases. But um, I thought it was important to share the official response that I got from Amazon. It's just a, a bad situation to be in. So just go at it aggressively. And I don't know, you, you mentioned in our conversation earlier, Manny, about the spinning ticket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would go ahead and, and share that because it, I think it's a good analogy. Yeah. So Guy and I were talking and basically, okay, it is, you know, Using friends and family for reviews is not allowed, but almost everything is not allowed these days if it gives you some kind of competitive advantage on Amazon. So I was telling Guy, it's kind of like if, you know, his daughter was going to, you know, she just started a new school today, right? Yeah. Today? Yeah. And let's just say that, you know, she's going to be on stage doing some kind of play or presentation and it's going to be in 10 minutes and he's 12 minutes out. Well, does he obey the law and drive 60, minutes, or 60 miles per hour, you know, the speed limit or 55, whatever it is, wherever you're at, right? But let's just say he's obeying that. He's going to be late. He's going to miss the first two minutes, maybe the whole thing. Or does he push the limits, break the law, speed, get there, and then have that, you know, that sweet moment. You know, it's like, oh, that was awesome. And from there, you know, his daughter doesn't have that bad memory of Papa not being there, right? People, <laughs> the, the, the people that are coming to your site don't have the bad experience, a bad memory of seeing your product with one star. So you have to, that's kind of the analogy, right? 
Yeah, it is against terms of service, but if you do it the correct way, you know, it's risk versus reward, just like speeding is. So do what you got to do. The alternative, I guess, would be, man, if you just absolutely just couldn't sell anymore, you'd have to like kill the listing, pull the product, relist it under a new ASIN or something and start all over. But who's to say that that's not going to happen to you again? So we gave you a few options. Do what you got to do. And that's it. Hopefully this podcast was helpful. Guy, any last words before uh, we end this thing? No, it's good to, to be back doing this podcast. Hopefully they will happen on a more regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we have a couple recorded already. A few more that are going to be are recorded this week. You know, it takes a lot longer with video. So we'll start getting these things out. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.